0: to chucked it is a snowy cold morning and I love it Austin I love it I love winter mm-hmm. I love it. it makes you hearty you know
1: it does it I, d- I don't character. care for
0: it in April but it's good for your character for what your does character. it kill you make you stronger mm-hmm. you know be no be no snow what do you call it snow snowbird snowbird yeah I was gonna say snow eagle that sounds yeah. like an Indian name snow eagle snow yeah. eagle come here <laughs> you know my dad my dad would have said yeah uh, yeah, it's it's really cool, crisp morning. I like it like this. There's clarity and cold, clear mornings like this. It mm-hmm. was so good to play tennis with you this morning. First time yeah. in six weeks, had a lower back injury, been rehabbing that and it was fun to it was fun to play. Yeah. It was good having you out there. It again. was good to be out. It's been weird not having you around the yeah. the courts. And we would have played longer had the U D team not pushed us off the courts. Yeah. Probably, which was good that I didn't get to play longer. What a weekend in sports yeah. in church. Let's talk church first because this was a big weekend. Our first Martin Luther King weekend event, and um, I, just, I just personally, I, I think it was, I just loved doing this this weekend. Jordan was really the vision caster of of all of the the stuff that happened this weekend and. And uh, the only thing she didn't know that was going to happen was Arthur McGuire being with me, my my dear, our dear friend mm-hmm. Arthur McGuire. But uh, you know, your take on this, because your generation is 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 really uh, is really the has taken the baton of civil rights and really moved with it, and yet there are still mm-hmm. people out there that are yeah, racist. Someone so. needed to, yeah. Um,
1: well, I thought it was. Uh, as I told you, one of the, one of the better, better weekends, bigger, more important weekends that Southbrook's ever had. Um, the reason I for it, celebrating it, uh, is one friend, African American couple told me they, they live in Centerville and they always have to go downtown during this weekend. And it's, and it's bittersweet for them this weekend because they uh, have to leave their home community in a sense to celebrate something that's yeah. such a part of them. Yeah. And so for them, for their home church to, uh, to have such a weekend like this, they were just overjoyed and couldn't believe it. I mean, they knew it was happening, but they just uh, sitting through it and, uh, they loved it. And, um, and it's just for, for that reason, but I thought your message and, um, it was a, it was a very, uh, reasonable take on, uh, racism. Not that racism has merit or reason within itself, but, um, you know the love over logic and and mm-hmm. love over legislation and and that's that that's where it was uh, relevant for me and for my generation as as politics saves everything and and equality and tolerance and these words that are thrown around mm-hmm. they're really they're band-aids to the issue
0: and um, they have a form of godliness but deny its power mm-hmm. that's what they do they're mm-hmm. external behavior yeah. modification yeah yeah so I thought all of that um
1: was uh was a huge weekend and um I loved hearing it uh the three times I did and um yeah and having Arthur up there and um, yeah. but then this this stuff about our family um you know that uh that it hit on a lot of levels you know with the march for life this weekend in Washington DC mm-hmm. and the, the the abortion aspect of of what you shared um yeah. it was really
0: it was really hot yeah it really was hot. I um it was an emotional weekend on many levels. Sherry, my sister and Adrian, if you didn't hear the message, they were a focal point of our one of one of our family's personal mm-hmm. uh effects upon and, and this issue infecting us and um it was yeah, it was very it's very emotional. I loved the weekend. I I just I loved that because because I think we don't we love experiencing things where oh my gosh Christ has changed me. I was not raised to be the kind of person who just goes out of his way to just engage with people because they're different than mm-hmm. I am. Just because I'll learn and because, not as a project, but just because I love it. I just, I just, I, like I still, even as I sit here, I hope our listeners, our Chucksters and Chuckettes don't sound, you know, it's. It, I'm not saying there's any virtue in me in this, but I love people. Mm-hmm. And that's not me. That I'm very selfish, sob. If you lead me to my own, if my, you know, to my own virtue, mm-hmm. and um, you know, this the the story that I told about the the gentleman in the Chicago Bears sweatshirt and hat that I told about is it happens to me all the time, and it's it's an amazing thing when you see yourself as an agent of Christ. Love that speaks to Samaritan five time divorce, immoral women at a well. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, so it was, it was, yeah. I, I hope we have many more days of leading. You know, if if our whole country could hear that message, not because of me, but the whole weekend's message, it would be a better country. Well, it was, a, as I said, it was a
1: fresh take. It's just some, it was just a take on racism you don't hear. And, um, the real, the much needed parts, the the sensitive parts that really, uh, you know, hurt a lot. As I said, it was like a porn weekend, the, the tension level I felt like in the room, mm-hmm. uh, it just hit on so many levels of, of each person. So that's probably why you don't hear it a lot. And you hear just about, uh, the legislative, legislative issues with class and race and, and, uh, identity and, uh, you know, and just making things all equal and vanilla. Um, Instead of celebrating what's sacred and celebrating yeah, our differences yeah. and celebrating our yeah. diversity and and the different yeah. things we bring, and I was telling Arthur before, you know, you guys up there. The first thing that came to mind was the calling of the disciples, and it was a really, you know, what what you taught this weekend—the the, the power of love over legislation and over logic—came in I, I, to me in the calling of the disciples when I realized. You know, one of those little gospel things, you you know, there are New Testament things that are there all along, but you, you don't, it doesn't really jump at you until you look close enough. Um, Simon the Zealot and Matthew the tax collector. Yeah. You have those two together. And there's no mention yeah. of them. No. But if you know anything about just the Zealots and, and I mean, they, they, the Zealots killed Jews that weren't Jewish enough, you know, they, yeah. they and then you have the... the they were
0: extremists. Mm-hmm. They were terrorists. They were. I mean, if you,
1: if it, <laughs> they were,
0: mm-hmm. the, the worst form of them, they were terrorists.
1: Mm-hmm. And so, if he got the, the title zealot, then he was probably of that caliber, I'd imagine. And then you have uh, Matthew, the tax collector, that's... Uh, um, that's Utterly
0: opposed to Simon,
1: the zealot. Polar opposites. The world. Yeah. And, and you have them, and just, it's just nonchalant. Jesus called Matthew, the tax collector, he called... Simon the zealot, and then and then and then you know, later on, and you know the and John, you know, you have verses like no greater love than a, a, a friend that lays down his life for a friend, and, and so that's yeah. You know, and there's so there's a little stream yeah. of the effect, and that's a that's a profound effect that would that would really do something today with people of uh, of the the center of in between Simon and Matthew, you have um, you have Jesus. well, yeah, it's
0: it's you know it would today be a Palestinian zealot mm-hmm. in the same group. Hanging out with some Saudi Arabians. As, as a Jewish zealot or Saudi, yeah, or Saudi Arabian. Yeah, I mean, it's, they're in the same small group, okay? It's, you know, sometimes we have people say, I just can't get along with so-and-so. I can't go, I can't be a part of Southbrook anymore. And there's 5,000 freaking people here, you know? You're, the odds you're gonna run into them, number one, are great. But then I always think of that. I always think of Simon and Matthew. They were in the same small group mm-hmm. and grew to love one another. Uh, I, you know, it, uh, it, it's fun to speak into stuff that you've seen it happen with Jesus, that he causes us to rise above. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. He causes us to rise above. Yeah. Um, let's come back to that because our lesson today is gonna be about reaction. And we're gonna come back to this weekend in a minute, but you have gotta get your thoughts on Patriots, Rams, Super Bowl, <laughs> and Pete, our Bostonian producer, is... Shaking his fists in exaltation right now, I—I—I—I uh, I, 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 uh, I don't know if you saw on Twitter that the Michigan football put out a picture of Tom Brady with his. Patriots jersey kind of torn away and underneath is number 10 from Michigan. Mm -hmm. And and the Ramsey Nasralli, the the Buckeye homer, he said, yes, Michigan taking credit for developing Tom Brady into a six-round draft pick. (laughs) 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 You know, he's just, yes, you know, because all these Michigan guys, yes, is the great, he is, he's the best of all time. He's the best of all time. He's but the most accomplished of all time. He's, but I mean, Austin, the way he executed down the stretch.
1: I, I think he's, why I say that, I think he's a two Super Bowl winning quarterback without Belichick.
0: And I know that's hypothetical. Yeah, that's right. It's a perfect that's marriage. Not,
1: uh, you know, but uh, I think, uh, I mean, he's Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, he's two Super Bowl winning quarterback. It's great. He's not. I don't think. I, I don't. You know. And yeah, it is yeah. Montana was something without Joe, uh, without Walsh. I don't know. But uh, and without Jerry Rice and without uh, Jerry Rice. Uh, so, but yeah, I, th- I think. I think you. I think you take Brady away from Belichick. Belichick probably wins four, maybe five. I think uh, you take uh, Belichick away from Brady, and Brady probably wins two, mm-hmm. maybe. Maybe
0: one thing I do say, and and I and I and and our dear brother Pete's going to really have a problem with me saying this. Don't breathe on him in the pocket, or you may get a flag called on you. Yeah, it was stunning that that rubbing the pass. Talk about white privilege. (laughs) Yes, gosh. Oh my gosh! It was somebody made an attempt to put their hand up, and there was a flag called, even though there was no contact whatsoever. And I, of course, we're we're suffering Browns fans that. Uh, three or four times this year, Baker Mayfield nearly got decapitated, and mm-hmm. and there were no, there were no calls yep. at all. Yep. Um, but you gotta, you know, it's hard to hate what's great, and and I, you just gotta sit back. And I know both of us were just kind of tired of seeing, we're well, not being Patriots fans, we're just kind of tired of every year the Patriots in the Super Bowl. But you gotta, the 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 the, the you know, to me, excellence and greatness is all about sustained excellence. Mm-hmm. That's what greatness is. Don't tell me about how flesh you are with one.
1: I love One that embrace game. that uh, was it Hogan and, and Brady had. You're slow, you're old. We we're, we're, we have no defense. Here we are. I know. I loved that. It's really amazing. I've always loved the I've always rooted for him. I've always yeah. liked him. Always loved like yeah, Brady, even the only Michigan guy I have really ever rooted for. Love I yeah. love Belichick. Yeah. Um you know on on to on to Atlanta, you know. Um, <laughs> and uh, I I love all that. But this yeah. was the first year I really rooted against him. Like I just and I think it was the passive um the passive uh, Brag, you know the the, and and I saw it, it as we talked about in in Serena, uh, this week past week i always root for Serena, love Serena, but I can't stand she's playing some some seventeen year old girl in like the second round of the Australian Open from some godforsaken former Soviet Union country, she's probably gonna on average will be on tour for five years at most, not a great player. You know, terrified of Serena. Serena just blows her off the court like 6-1, 6-2 or something. The girl's embarrassed. She's crying after the match. And Serena goes up to her and says, you did so good. You did amazing. And it's,
0: oh, I, just, I just can't
1: stand that. Yeah. And, and so the Patriots coming into this game when they were doing all the bet against <laughs> us, no one's betting against you. You've won five Super Bowls.
0: <laughs> yeah. You could you could have gotten just... Pete, are you hearing this? You could have gotten the, a wild
1: card from Antarctica <laughs> to get into the first round of the playoffs. And in... And uh, and no one would bet against you. Uh, So that whole uh, passive uh, brag—it's like it's the most—it's it's more disrespectful, I think, in sports and competition than than just coming out and being arrogant. Yeah, uh, just because it's yeah, cause it's so uh, calculated.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> you know. So that was that was my only. I I was rooting for the Chiefs. I think the the rules are terrible. It's a regular season overtime rule to get the games over with as quick as possible in a brutal sixteen game schedule. That's uh, to not have Patrick Mahomes go against Bill Belichick's defense at the end. Mm, that's <laughs> too bad. That is that's a that's a egregious. Yeah, it's too
0: bad. But you do play by the rules, and the rules are if you can't stop them, then you can't. Yeah, you, you don't deserve to win at this or point. You, that, I can you, see that Or you changing. tweak the rules. That is, on your own as as the, the patriots have <laughs> <A little bit. laughs> are you sure you've rooted for the patriots i have i have no, i rooted from last year I them I last year yeah I was, you know. yeah i just i i just admire their excellence i yeah. i admire their sustained greatness of of renewing themselves reinventing themselves i mean it's just really mm. remarkable and and um Let's go back now. Let's talk a little bit about the weekend, some things that happened, because there are two things that happened that are related that are the topic of today's, um, you know, application is one was the Covington Catholic High School boys who, you know, were, were in confrontation with the Native American gentlemen and uh, with the, the black Israelites group. Mm-hmm and the initial take on that was vitriol to these kids you know i think one tweet that epitomized it was a picture of the the one young man standing face to face with the native american and the guy is saying is has you have you ever seen a more punchable face than that white face right there mm-hmm. and so you had that reaction come to find out broader perspective they weren't confronting anyone they weren't they weren't uh mocking anyone. It was actually, they were the ones who were confronted that the, the Native American gentleman, you know, he says he came over there to defray, defuse the confrontation. Um, poor execution there. And, and this, so just the reaction, and then how many mm. people had to back off that reaction? Um, and Oh, their overreaction. And then I was, uh, I was telling you today an interesting thing mm-hmm. that after the Saints appeared to get robbed mm-hmm. by not getting the pass, not interference a good weekend for the NFL. Not a good weekend for the NFL. No. The they, they got, they, they've got to change some things because yeah. they're just con- you know all all video done has done is raise the stakes mm-hmm. of perfection even higher. So they get robbed, and someone with a fake Todd Gurley, who was a running back for the Rams, who you know who was a beneficiary of of such Mm non-call, a a fake Twitter account tweeted out a picture that looked authentic of Todd Gurley trading jerseys with an official. Well, the official, Clay Blakeman, was actually not even the official in that game. He was the official (laughs) in the Chiefs-Patriots game. And it looked real. A lot of people thought it was real overreaction to it. Can't believe the official did this. You know, Mike Francesca of the, the New York talk show Monday morning just went off, you know, how terrible that was. And then in the commercial break, his producer said, uh, that was not a real photo. That was photoshopped, you know, and, and just, uh, th- there's a little bit of hold your horses here going on now with the incredible facility of social media, to create reaction, mm-hmm. overreaction, quick reaction, instead of broad, well-thought-out response. So, let's talk about that for a moment. Um, I think it's one of the most underrated characteristics of leadership. It's, I would put it in my top five. To be a leader, you have to be someone who doesn't react. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw the Ruth Bader Ginsburg movie uh, this weekend. Well done really well done and uh, fascinating life story but one of the things that is a line running through the film it's a thread is a court cannot react to the weather of its day but it must understand the climate of its era mm-hmm. and I would say that I, mean, I mentioned it this weekend I care I paraphrase it as the church you know the mm-hmm. church can't react to the weather of its day it'll be It'll be, it, you know, it'll be getting the snow plows out all the time, and it'll be, it'll, but it must understand the climate of its, of its era. So we have to understand it's not political for us to have MLK Day. It's responding to the climate of our era. The gospel is the only hope of salvation for this country to be saved from its racial tensions mm-hmm. and division. And so the importance of the power of a pause, the power, the ability to stop. And so I was thinking of this. How does this affect you, Austin McMahon? E plus R equals O. So this is one of the things that Urban Meyer built the Ohio State program on from Tim Kites. He developed this uh, philosophy of event plus response equals outcome. You can't control the outcome. You can't control the events that happen to you. But what you can control is whether you react or you respond. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think that is one of, again, I'll say it, for all you leaders listening, Chuckettes and Chucksters, the ability to respond, which, which inherently has with it a, a holy pause, a pregnant pause, and not react is huge in any kind of effective leadership. So your take on that, we said we were gonna talk about this today. Mm-hmm. What is your take as a, how old are you? 20, that's an inside joke. 28 year old leader, uh, your take on that and how you view it and even living with me for 28 years and you know, you've know, you seen things that that I have reacted to and I shouldn't have, but, and you've seen mm-hmm. things that I didn't react to there was response but it wasn't reaction
1: yeah well i yeah i was sitting in uh on my couch and uh saturday night had just gotten home from the service and everything and um and uh was on twitter uh, where i am a lot and was watching this unfold um I was a few hours away after it had happened, so I was right. I'd gotten on Twitter right, right in the thick of all the replies and responses, all the reactions to the Covington Catholic uh, students, and it was. Uh, I was really explosive. I, 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 didn't, you know, get involved or say anything about it, mostly because I just thought this is not be out of virtue, but out of I. This is a, this is a mess. You know, this, this is just, mm-hmm. I don't know what to think. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, so, um, I, but you know, in retrospect, thinking about it, um, I, one uh, professor I follow, um, Michael Byrd, he uh, wrote some good books. He said that one good thing about it is, is seeing a lot of these people, a lot of these journalists, a lot of commentators, political commentators uh, offer reports reply uh, apologies and yeah say hey i was wrong i blew it and that has been cool to see a lot of a lot of people have yeah. a lot of people have deleted tweets and you know and there's been a lot of that the news news outlets have deleted tweets cnn still running with the story um so you know there's but it has been cool to see people pull, pull this back uh in, in in reflection i think of uh a brother of our lord wrote a pretty sharp um uh Poignant letter, uh, and he said, uh, Be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry. And James 1 19. There you and, go. Um, and he follows that up with a chapter about taming the tongue. And so that was the first thing I thought of was, mm-hmm. um, and that's where. Tame the tweets. Tame the tweets, yeah. And that's that's right. You know, I think of uh, like Eugene Peterson talks about livable scripture, living scripture. And um, James, uh, obviously, um, was a very livable person you know he he lived what he taught he lived what he had learned and um he's a man of action and um so that was my, i mean that, that's what i i didn't i it's not like i you know i'm sitting there saturday night and i'm like oh james 119 i'm gonna be you know quick to listen to all this and slow to speak slow to tweet and slow to become offended and because um, i could i feel like i could have gone either way with it i, I could have been you know i feel i felt was that what is wrong with that this this group of boys that's my first thought like, how ignorant and the second thought you know well why is everyone just you know jumping on them holding them to the to the uh, you know we're holding these 17 year old boys to the standards of a someone with an ma in ethics you know <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and 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 in political science and, and 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 you know north american history you know, and man, these are just 17 year old boys. And uh, yeah, and it's just, this will ruin their lives, most likely, because whenever anyone when they're of those getting kids, death threats. You know? Yeah, and, and you put Covington Catholic on a, you know, this will be remembered for a long time. And as Patricia Heaton said, those people that sent those tweets and uh, ridiculed them won't be. They get biased. No, that's
0: right. It's, it, there's no accountability for that. What
1: I said to you Sunday, I think social media and, and just all that reaction, it's it's what I most annoyed by with it, I think, is it's such a risk, non-risk, no price to pay way to look really virtuous because you come out defending this and uh, Nathan Phillips, I think is his name, the mm-hmm. Native American drummer, and 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 rah rah with him. I mean, you just you look like a great guy. You look like every everyone wants to be friends with you for being Mister um, Social Justice. But what but what are you doing? You know, I mean, what yeah. are you? are you uh are you doing something about the uh homicide and rape crisis within the native american community community and uh you know the dakotas are you are you doing yeah. are you are you doing anything about their poverty their their uh lack of jobs are you you know i don't know it's it's just but it, but it makes you look really good cuz you you stood up for him you sent a tweet um shaming some 17 year old boy that you know, doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. It's it's. Just, I think it's, it's just, at the end of, out of all of it, Saturday night, I thought this just, we're just really
0: complicated. It's just, there's not really right or wrong here. Well, you said Sunday said, you know, you, boy, are we in a mess. It's just, <laughs> boy, mess. are we in, it's, it is, it's, it's a mess.
1: It's, it'd be a mess if you could know, if you could distinguish what's right or wrong. It'd still be a mess, right? Because yeah. you'd have this opposition and you'd, you know, but we don't, I don't even, you know, Phillips made a bad choice kids were disrespectful they were they were confronted they, they weren't. They didn't confront them, but they were still like you know it's still it's like the blackface thing with you know the, the high school basketball game that they had you know mm-hmm. people take it up it's like they're not being racist but it's a bad look right yeah. it's, it's a, don't yeah. do it it's not a kid yeah. so uh, it's just a mess uh, we're just really complicated people you know? I'm
0: thankful that that you know I think we all are boy I'm thankful I'm not judged by what I did when I was 17 oof you know, just, you just, good kids make bad decisions. And uh, I, you know, I, I think the sad thing is, you know, one of the Babylon Bee's posts this weekend is had a, you know, a, a blonde CNN reporter and the, and, and with, with thousands of people behind her and, and the headline was CNN reporting nothing happening here. At the march of life, as thousands of people march for life behind her, you know, and 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 I do wonder, uh, would this would this vitriol be so intense if those young men weren't there marching for life?
1: Right, well, why it overshadowed what really it there.
0: is. It, it did overshadow it, and um, it's, it's unfortunate. Thanks for sharing that verse, because if everyone of our listeners just you know you count. You always count to three with everything you say, mm. but give an hour before you respond Twitter social media does not mean we have to voice our opinion on everything
1: mm.
0: i think for for me as a leader is that you know I've been told that I don't talk much during meetings, and I don't know that that's true, but part of the time is I don't think I need to share my opinion about everything mm-hmm. right i don't I don't need to do that and and we don't it's 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 the the picture of James one nineteen is the picture is Jesus when he's being taunted and vilified and falsely accused, and he said not a word mm-hmm. there's a time to be silent as Ecclesiastes says, and I would urge our readers today, our readers our listeners, I would urge them to to understand the the power of a pause.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The power of a pause, the power of perspective. and make sure you have perspective before you judge a situation, not just people. And uh, we'll end with that. James one nineteen, be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry. The management of our mouth and the management of our emotions equals a high impact. E plus R equals an outcome usually that is very, very redeemable and positive. Until next time, this is Charles Braxton with Austin Charles and this was Chucked.